When life bumps up against you, you have the choice to pucker up and put on a sour face or mix it up with ingredients like resilience, persistence, and grace into the delectable concoction only you can serve. We are Greer McVeigh and Whitney Wiley, speakers, authors, and entrepreneurs. We're also sisters, and since we were children, we've made a habit of turning challenges into the lessons and launch paths of our lives. Each week, we'll discuss the recipes that will turn your biggest challenges into the building blocks of the successful and fulfilling life of your dreams. On occasion, we'll include experts and thought leaders who'll join the party and you're always invited to. Join us as we share the sweet highs and sour lows and every drop of life in between. Along with our guests, we help you shake and stir your own lemons into lemon drops. Welcome to the Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops podcast. Hi, and thank you for joining us for this episode of Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. I'm Whitney Wiley. And I'm Greer McVeigh. And I am fabulous. You know, original. <laughs> when I was thinking about today. I'm Greer McVeigh and I am fabulous. I'm I was, Whitney Wiley and I'm fabulous. I Go am ahead. fabulous. How are you? I'm I am good. I'm fabulous. You're really. fabulous. Okay. I am fabulous. And so, but originally when I was thinking about this, I wasn't in such a, a super strong place, a great place. Um was feeling a little A little, I don't know that down is the right word, but I was caught off guard by some feedback that I had gotten Mm. that was less than my standard for myself or how I delivered things. And so, um, you know, I don't know what the right word is, but I've moved on. And part of that is because I did something last week in our last episode, we were talking about, um, you were talking about a a goal that you were setting and I'll Mm -hmm. let you update on that when you're ready, but, uh, you know, and taking chances and, and sort of putting yourself out there. Mm-hmm. And I'd been working for a while on a couple of different programs for my business that I just kept working on and working on. And I was like, you know what? They're never going to do what you want them to do if you There's don't. time to pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. Pull the trigger. And last night I pulled the trigger on one. I've got another one that I'm working on. And I was in in one of my masterminds this morning and one of the members of the group is doing a very similar thing for her clients. I was like, there again, there's the, (laughs) there's the sign. If you've been waiting for a sign, right? I love that meme. If you've been waiting for a sign, this is it. (laughs) So it's like, finish working out the details and pull the trigger. And so feeling, feeling myself, I guess that's the way to put it. 
I'm feeling myself. Isn't there a song? Something feeling yourself. Okay, I have, first of all, I have no idea what (laughs) what you're talking about (laughs) on any level of this conversation. That's not true. But I think what what you have pulled the trigger, you're working on things. What I think I'm hearing you say is one, good morning. Hey, I'm Whitney, blah, blah, blah. (laughs) I've been feeling some sort of way the last couple of days because somehow you're not getting some sort of feedback that you expect or something suggests that you're not quite at the level you want to be. So you've now decided that you're going to, um, instead of delaying or procrastinating or continuing to try to make something perfect, you're going to move forward. I'm not clear if the moving forward wasn't quite right. And that's what the negative feedback was about or if you're like okay it's never going to be quite right it's never going to be quite what somebody else wants but I'm just going to move forward and power through and then now you feel better oh I really communicated that poorly then if that's what you came (laughs) up with because that's not what I was saying at all oh okay (laughs) so maybe I need a communications expert to help me (laughs) so let's start over hey Whitney how are you oh my god Okay, so without all the details, I received some feedback from the university that I teach for Mm -hmm. that was one, unexpected, and two, not as positive as I would have thought the feedback would be. Was it feedback from a student? Or no, the, it was no. it was from the school. And it wasn't yeah. about the quality of my teaching. It was about some procedural things that needed to be done that weren't done that I didn't even know Did that say, I needed to I'm do. I'm not a details person. <laughs> no, it's not that. I'm a lover, not a fighter. No, oh, okay. it wasn't Good. even that. It was, I didn't even know that it was a thing, right? So the thing that, there were nine, what do you call them? Um, nine areas that they were doing evaluation on. I've got a needs improvement on two of those. No, no. I got a needs improvement on two of those. And that resulted in an overall rating mm. of needs improvement. Okay. So the two out of nine was enough for them to say, you need improvement. Well, in those two areas, I didn't even know those two areas were a thing that were an issue, right? So now I'm getting, I need improvement on something that if I had known that I needed to do this, I would have done. So they asked me for a performance improvement So I got to write my own performance improvement plan, which was now that I know I need to it's do like this, to do I will these do, things. And now I, I know to do now that I know to do these things, I will do these two things. Right. And, then and you'll and, have a hundred percent improvement or hundred percent like, okay. improvement or whatever so, without even so trying. What I was saying was initially when I got that, it, it, I did feel some sort of way. I wasn't, I wasn't happy because I pride myself on delivering. Um, 
under promising and over delivering, right? Mm -hmm. And doing an excellent job, not a perfect job, but an excellent job. And so once I sort of got through that, I happened to be working on some things for my business, not for the school, but for my business, shifting in the action. And I was like, why am I delaying putting these programs out? And it, it wasn't about perfection, but I, I will admit there's some level of maybe fear. What if no one buys, no one's interested, well, no one signs okay. up, that kind of thing. And I was like, you know what? If you don't put it out there, they're not going to buy. They're not going to accept and it'll just sit there. So I did what I needed to do. I pulled the trigger. I hit send and out it went. So I am feeling, I, I, I'm feeling good because I did the thing. I pulled the trigger and I, you know, I sort of, I, I got over the other thing, which in the end, I feel like wasn't really even about me. So the two, first of all, those two things are not related. They're, they're not just, related. They're just two things that happened in a week. It wasn't like you learned the lesson from one that you They were two things that happened other. yesterday. Okay. They were two okay. things that happened yesterday. So, okay. yeah. And it wasn't, it, and, and it, you didn't and, let them drag you down longer. I mean, no. you're over, like you said. So no. within a day or two, you've resolved both. Within, it was within, great. it was within okay. an hour, within an hour. I don't, I don't tend <laughs> to hold on to stuff too long, but I, you know, as I was working through that, it was like, if and I was asking you, can we record now? And you were in the middle of something else. But as I was thinking through how I was feeling, being in touch with my feelings, one, I, I want to share that it's not always rainbows and unicorns over here, right? Yeah, and, that is... and that's and that's okay. And that's okay. I, I think for me, having skills, having the wherewithal and the self-awareness to recognize what I'm feeling and then making a conscious effort to, to move through it is mm -hmm. for me, an important part of who I am and what I do, what I try to help my clients with. And I believe what we try to help our listeners with here on Lemon Drops. Yeah. Yeah. Well, just regarding the communications of all that, it was as if I think you knew what you were going to say in your mind. So you started like mid-conversation, like you had already mm. been having this internal conversation. So maybe in those few minutes that you were waiting for us to record, you were like, you know, having this internal conversation and then you just picked up right where you left off. So anyway, so I apologize that I wasn't following. So that's that. I now get it. And I, um, it wouldn't be the first time and, I miscommunicated something. Well, and it won't be the last and all of us have those, have those things. And I think it's, it's sort of good people. First of all, other people may be like, what's Greer talking about? Why couldn't she understand that? That was clear as day. So, you know, don't, don't go by me. Um, but I do think that it is important for us, but for everybody out there, right? To, um, you know, just just to recognize 
that people's sort of um, what they put out there, their online persona, their Facebook feeds, their social media feeds, their uh, the grass isn't always greener. And sometimes you think people have it all together and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't. But typically, you know, what we don't see is all the stuff behind the scenes. True. And I saw recently, uh, and I sent this to Donovan because right, he wants to be a chef or he's working on chefing. And somebody had put, had created a, a, a video and they showed this, like whatever the beautiful food was, it was sort of like the presentation and the lighting was perfect. And the, the food, the dish looked amazing. And you could see the smoke, the heat, the steam, steam rising. And, and it was like, oh my God, that looks so whatever, ooey gooey, cheesy, whatever. It, well, I don't even remember. And then they like behind every amazing, you know, dish. And then they pan the camera over. To the Six dirty inches. kitchen. And they were like dirty dishes and, 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 and you know, chopped up that you know, reminds remnants you, of the know, onions and the when people try to pretend like they did they cooked something and they ordered it and then they take it and put it on place and then they take put their hands in flour and they like flick it in their yeah. face so that so that you can that it looks like, it looks like... A commercial years ago, <laughs> right? And the woman's like making you know, some sort of, I don't know, like homemade breads or rolls. And she, yeah, and it's like, oh, let me spritz myself. Let me look like I work really hard at this and hide all those styrofoam containers, you know, go throw those out in the dumpster somewhere. So, you know, it, it's, yes, there, there, there is a lot going on behind the scene. I, I say that a whole time. Yes, and I think emotions. it's important that people are reminded that you know it takes blood, sweat, and tears sometimes to get you know that one perfect thing or to get the thing launched to get. And we're going to be sort of talking more about that over the next you know few episodes. Some of the things, the behind the scenes work that it takes to get stuff up and running, to build the following, to build the audience, to build a customer base to build or whatever or if you have a you know a regular job a you know a w2 job the stuff behind the scenes to get that um you know those positive reviews and get the promotions and get you know it, stuff right. takes work and you know whether it's a marriage a job or, or raising kids right you know there's a lot of work there's a lot of expense there's a lot of uh time and effort that goes into the things that we do and we may make it look if we're lucky we make it look easy usually it is not you know some people no. are sort of born with a silver <laughs> spoon not. and and they you know can just you know oh i'm just gonna start a business i'm just gonna do this and then it, it sort of comes easy I remember, I don't know if I told, I'm sure I've told you this story. I don't know if I've told this story, really quick story. Um, but a few years ago, I've, I've always wanted to work in wine, right? I just, I love wine. I love the lifestyle. I love the, the industry. I love the product. I love everything about wine. Um, and I'm going to, I'm, I'm working on a project now that I'm preparing to launch January 1st that is sort of wine related. Well, it's not so, so, sort of, it is very wine related. Anyway, 
years ago, I used to work for a um, oil and gas company and Mario Andretti was uh, one of our, we had a, at the company, um, we had a race, we had a race car, a NASCAR and we sponsored a NASCAR. And Mario Andretti was one of our, what we called an asset, right? He obviously Mario Andretti is a world famous race car, NASCAR driver, race car driver. Anyway, so I knew more, you know, I, I knew Mario, right? Or I know Mario, but one day he and I were talking and he has a winery called Andretti's or Andretti Family Winery or whatever it's called. But anyway, Mario and I were talking and I'm like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I would love someday to have a winery. And he was like, oh, well then just buy one. <laughs> then why don't you just, oh, you can buy one. And then, you know, and then you'll have a winery. And it's like, what? It was like, what do you even, what? And he was like, yeah, like I bought this. Well, he bought his winery. I recall, I think at the time, I don't, it's been a long time, but I feel like he bought it for like $17 million. Oh, and yeah. then, and then, just, you know, and then did whatever. Just take that out it. of your 401k career. Exactly. And it was <laughs> like, and I'm not saying he didn't work hard to get the 17 million, right? He drove a lot of laps around a lot of tracks. He drove a lot of laps, and he probably didn't necessarily pay sponsors and all this stuff, right? Right, but he didn't necessarily take $17 million out of his bank account. And he didn't necessarily just probably financed it, right? He probably financed it, he had partners, and and I'm not saying that he was in a position to do that. Was easy, right? Right. He got it. But it is like, you know, sometimes we forget about all the things that need to happen to Correct. do a thing. And right. it seems like other people like, just write a check, you know, oh, just buy it. You <laughs> know, buy a what, winery. Greer, what are you talking about that you can't buy a $17 million winery? You'd just be a, a winemaker if you or just- a $17 winery. <laughs> that would be- <laughs> If it was $1,700 right now, I'd be like, okay, <laughs> let me go find 17 friends and get $100 from each. So anyway. There you go. Yes, Partnerships it, it, and collaborations. Things are not always easy. And there is a lot that goes behind the scenes to make something happen. And yes, some people can just write a $17 million check or call up 17 friends and say, hey, you got a million dollars to put in this or whatever it is, or just leverage it, or whatever. Everybody it's else It's all relative. It's all so, relative, you know, right? don't, you know, we need to not look at, you know, the, the, the greenery on the other side and think that it's that. But speaking of... What are you speaking of today? <laughs> speaking of, you know people sort of doing their thing their way and there's a path for everybody right this is my True. segue this is my segue into this topic but um that. there was a a um a a, a, a me uh a, a reel that i sent you the other day um there was a man talking about some of the benefits of not having children. And basically, and then I ended up, I don't know, I guess it's the algorithm. So all of a sudden I start seeing all these 
videos of people talking about the joys of not having children. And it caught my eye in part, I think just the timing. A couple of days ago, I was talking to somebody and I wasn't wishing that I hadn't had a child, but I was like thinking about all the, all the debt I have because I have one and all the things, all the quote unquote sacrifices that I made to afford it, right? To, right. to, finance, to finance this excursion. And it was like, gosh, you know, I could have had a whatever. You could have had, had a winery. Had a winery. <laughs> you, could have bought, you could have bought a winery with all the money that you spent raising a kid. Exactly. So I started thinking, I had to take a drink of water on that one. So I started thinking. Or a lemon drop. <laughs> yeah. I started thinking. Not so much, you know, I mean, it's water under the bridge, but it is not a path. Paternity or maternity, parentage is not a path for everybody. I believe that is true. Right. Yes. And I think it takes a, a big person to to say, you know what? I don't think that's for me. So this guy is like, he had his like three reasons for, you know, I think this is like an ongoing series or something he's revisited. I only saw the one, but it was like, okay, today's reason, you know, is, you know, I got you sleep. You get to sleep in when you, when you don't have a kid around, you know, to come jump on your head at six o'clock in the morning or to be, you know, daddy, I'm hungry. Or mommy, I'd want what I, I got to use the bathroom or there are monsters in my closet or whatever. You just get mm, to sleep. Mm -hmm. Two, there's just more money. He was like, oh, I spent $500 on whatever it was he bought. And it was like, a you know, CPU. Wow. a CPO. Oh, yeah. <laughs> a CPU. I just wanted more memory or more faster speed or more bandwidth or whatever so i bought that and what was the third thing he did yeah i don't remember i don't remember we'll have, but to, it was we'll like have to link the videos we'll in link the, the show video. notes but there were like these like th three things you know i it's like one two and oops anyway so he's like but people people's reaction was like how selfish why would you not want kids how could you focus on but you know and a lot of the responses so we can talk about this from different angles a lot of the responses were well who's going to take care of you when you're old and it's like well that's the worst reason to have a kid uh, right of a caregiver when you get old and you know from so the responses range some were like yeah i'm with you i don't want him either and some were, oh, you know, you know, you're entitled, I guess. But most were sort of, you're selfish, that you don't want to spend your money or you wouldn't want to make a sacrifice or you wouldn't want to, you know, bring life into the world, which, according to some, is the reason that you are here. And I saw that more for the women, right? You right. were put you here to give birth, to give life. And that you don't want to do your part to, to 
you know, to advance the human race or to you know continue the human race, then shame on you. And I think my my biggest takeaway, I'll just say this, I'm gonna let you talk, but my biggest thing is anybody who doesn't want a baby or a child, regardless of your reasons, if you don't want one, don't have one. True. Because you're probably, you know, maybe you'll come around and you'll become, you know, oh my gosh, I can't believe I ever thought I didn't want this. That might happen. But the alternative might happen too. And it's like, if you don't want one, it's like being in a relationship. If somebody's like, yeah, I don't think I want to be with you anymore. Well, then I don't want you. Bye. It's, it's like, <laughs> oh, no, you got to be with me. I'm going to make you be with me. Well, why would you want to be with somebody who doesn't want to be with you? Why would you want somebody to be a parent who doesn't want to be a parent? They're probably yeah, that's not crazy. No, anyway, what are your no? That the, the whole thing is crazy, and and you sent two videos, right? So one was a man, and one was a woman, and the um the man had his three reasons, uh, you know, sort of the the benefits and having money, having time, having money, and. I don't know, having energy or whatever was his. And then the, the, the woman was having an interview with someone or was talking with someone and this conversation was caught on tape or was intentionally being taped. And he's questioning why she doesn't want children. And one of her answers was that kids are annoying, right? And so I, I, I want to say this is, interesting as the two videos were what i found way more interesting were the comments which tends to be the case right that people are weighing in and what i found interesting in the comments is how many people were apoplectic over other people's lifestyle choices and I'm imagining these are the very same people who would be advocating for freedom to do whatever they want or saying that other people and or the government should stay out of their business. And so what is it about social media, right, that has made it okay to tell other people about how to live their lives. That's the piece that I don't understand here. Just because I'm sharing a perspective doesn't mean that you get to come along and tell me how to live my life or that I'm living my life in a selfish way. And I absolutely agree with you. I think that your recognition, your self-awareness that you don't want kids and and then choosing not to have them is actually the opposite of selfish, right? It it exactly self-centered. It's self selfless and honorable. It's self centered, but so what? And which is what the girl said. She's like, yeah, and I it's and it's my life. <laughs> it's my life, right? And so, uh, like, yeah, he's like, oh, so it's just all about you. She said, yeah. It, My it, life is all about me. Right? Be because what we found out as being parents is that you, and you talked about trade-offs, 
you are constantly trading off. Some people will say sacrifices. I say trade-offs, same thing, right? You're constantly making choices about whether or not to do something for you or your kids. And the fact that you brought kids into the world, th there's a suggestion that at least occasionally their needs should come before yours, right? That that you have to take into consideration things that they need, which may have an impact on whether or not you're getting what you need. I'm talking particularly in financial ways, yeah. not and necessarily things, self. And and ideally you're ways. finding ways to integrate your needs and their needs. Ideally. And doing twofers or I, ideally, know, whatever. But yeah. Ideally, yeah. which goes to your point is that if if you don't really want kids and somehow you end up with them and you don't have a shift in that mindset somewhere along the way, you're probably not going to take as good a care of your kids uh, mm -hmm. as you could, right? Because there would be a resentment there that you're giving up things that under some other circumstance you wouldn't have to give up so you know i i and just for the record the guy's third thing it was more sleep more money and a clean house a, a clean house okay yeah. um and, <laughs> and i'm so... all about that you know you come home it's like the house was clean and you come home dirty dishes in the sink and dirty clothes all over the place and maybe i'm just never mind <laughs> let me shut up let me <laughs> shut up before somebody listens to this episode and uh, thinks so, i'm talking about them uh, talking about them so uh, again the comments and one of the comments or a, a recurring theme in some of the comments and you mentioned this was this thought that who's going to take care of me when i'm older well let me say this your children, it's not your children's responsibility to take care of you when you're older. It would be nice if they chose to, wanted to, right? And did, but that's not their responsibility to do that. And so, and and maybe this is, maybe this is the trade-off. If you didn't have kids, then, and you didn't want kids, you would have money to pay for somebody to take care of you oh my god you're so older right one of the people put um one of the comments um well somebody that somebody said that they knew a person who did this but an older woman who didn't have kids but as she got older instead of living in a nursing home or in a you know retirement community she did a series of she she cruises, cruises. and I've yeah, heard, of these, heard like, these stories. Of I've these, heard like, these stories, sort of, and it's like so you've got your meals are prepared for you. There's medical attention on board the ship. You're going to all these you know far flung exotic places, and then there are the cruises that are well, there are cruises that are months long, but you certainly can find plenty of them that are thirty days, and you know. 45 day cruises 
and you just go from cruise to cruise. Well, the you know, I don't know a lot of people in nursing homes. Most of the people I know or in or, you know, most of the people I know who have elderly people move them in with them or they live nearby. And there's a, like our family, our mother was well, our mother's still um, quite active. She drives. She's out and about and does her thing. Um, but we are with her often enough. Talk to her. One of us talks to her, you know, almost daily between we us. We interact between with us her siblings. certainly yeah. every day. And then we have probably see her. I'm sure more than she wants to be seen. She's probably like, okay, <laughs> leave me alone, you know, but you know, not just during holidays or, you know, birthdays and holidays, but just regular engagement. But you know, for, for, you know, so I just don't know a lot of people who don't engage with their people, but if you find, you know, yourself as someone who's not getting the visits and not getting the, you know, you've got entertainment, you've got other people, you've got interesting people and places around the world that you're visiting, I might do it. And it's cheaper. There's... So the last person I knew was what I was going to say, actually, is the last person that I knew intimately was paying like $3,500 a month for their mother to live in a, you know, in a retirement community. I don't know if, and that was 20 years ago. I don't, I assume it's higher, but I don't know if that's sort of in the middle or low or high. I don't know where that falls. Mm -hmm. But if you're going to spend, you know, $3,500, at least $3,500 a month or more. Um, Cause this place was, you know, it was a nice place in Alameda, California, which is a nice, you know, city. It's a nice community. I don't think that was, certainly I know it wasn't the highest, but I know it wasn't cheap. Right. Right. So right. assuming that that, 20 years ago, that's probably a good $5,000 now. You probably at could least. go on a cruise a month. At, at least. And I was like, I might do that. I think I like that idea. Uh, yeah. I'll live I on a cruise ship. Let me rent out my house and just go live on a cruise ship. And just you hope could I don't do that. get COVID. I, you know, there's a lot of projection, right, in, in the comments. There is a lot of projection that is and assumptions that your relationship with your kids will be such that your kids would want to take care of you that they're going to be around to take care of you right which is not always the case um which is sort of like the argument about getting married Right. And so right now, the, the the marriage rates are down in America in particular. Marriage rates are down. Uh, birth rates are down. I was watching some things in the last few days about dating, young people dating. And 18 to 29 year old men is like... Mm. A, a, like the numbers of them that are dating and in some sort of sexual relationships where they're having sex is way down. 
like 30%, 33%, something like that. And the number of women in the same age range is double that. And so what they're finding is that young men are not dating a whole bunch of different reasons why not. And young women, they're not dating young men, right? So sort of the discrepancy in those numbers is that young women are dating older men in relationships men with older, uh, what? Who are they dating? Who is who more dating? women are not dating. More women are dating than men. And oh, the but not women, the, but it's based on the ages, is what you're saying. So women are yes. dating older men. Okay, women are so dating older men, which is creating that discrepancy, right? Okay. So for every woman who's dating, she's not necessarily dating a man in that age range. She's dating someone out of that age range, which is why twice as many women in that age range are in relationships and not not men, right? But there is this thing where, well, why are then you... Then won't take them to the Cheesecake Factory. <laughs> and, and and then there's that, right? going to date a man is going to take me somewhere other than the Cheesecake right. Factory. Right. And, and, and actually, this is a topic that we should explore, right? So, uh, it, and the effect that it's going to have long-term on what happens in society. I dare to say, I'm not going to be here to see some, you know, the the ultimate of what comes of this, but oh, I think we're starting to, to see it, and the the shift from sort of the patriarchal society to you know more of a matriarchal. Um, I don't know if it will be ultimately a patriarch a matriarchal society or a matriarchal predominant um preeminence or, or what it will be called but you can definitely see the shift that has gone and young men feeling like they are uh discounted left behind and the psychologist was explaining how those feelings are manifesting in the things that we're seeing the increase in you know, shootings, the increase in crime, that when there is not a tying back to family, that mm. there is an impact on society, right? When there okay. are not strong families, there is an impact on society. So while you choosing not to have children may not have a direct impact on me, it, there is some argument to be made about its impact on society. That which said, I think is fine, but you, and it's one thing I think if I tell you know if I have a disappointment that my child doesn't have a child, which I would feel some sort of way if my son said, you know what, I'm not having any kids, versus somebody else's some random child that I'm gonna go you know so that society is better off. But go ahead. I'm going to say, notwithstanding there being some impact on society overall, it's, I, I still believe it's no one's business or right to tell no. other people 
ultimately how to live their lives. The, the choices that they make um, are wrong or that they should do something the way I think it should be done. All right. And so I don't want someone coming along telling me what I need to do, what I have to do, because that's the way they live their life, whether it's regarding religion, you know, the, the food you cook, any of that. I don't need you telling me how to live my life. And therefore, I am not going to go around telling other people how to live their life. But if lives. you're not living your life right, how else will you know if I don't tell you how to do it? <laughs> so here's the thing right and i know you're being facetious sort of um none of us are living our lives right so there's that and so what makes you think your your way of doing it's any more right okay than my but way now we get in like the whole thing about like morality and 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 more mores and 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 well, isn't that what this is? If you shouldn't have children, well, that, that's isn't sort that of what this is? is? That's sort of what this is. That it, it I, which is why a little bit of why we're talking about it because it is something. One, those people who commented on these two videos are probably the same people who are watching this or listening to this podcast. Okay. Right. I mean, they come out of the same pool of people that are engaging in social media yes. and podcasting and all that. Yes. And of course their, their responses are going to run the gamut, right? I'm sure people listening to us now, there are going to be some who are like, yes, you should have a child. That is why you're here. That is why, you know, no doubt. And there'll be those that are like to each his own. Which and I'm is sort telling of you, you're wrong. Position. And I'm telling you, you're wrong to tell people what they should be. <laughs> okay. So, you know, but what we're, what we're hoping, what I think we're hoping, or certainly what I'm hoping from this conversation is that people are listening saying, oh, I hadn't thought about it. I, yeah, I'm one of those people who chimed in. Yes. You know, yes. For instance, if you're a woman, who gives birth to a child you are you should i'm not saying you should there are those who feel that you should nurse your child you should breastfeed that's why god gave you breast that's why god allowed you to produce milk it is for your child it is not for the enjoyment of men it is not for you to France around the sidelines at the ball game for everybody to look at the milk or, or the men. breasts. <laughs> Do yeah. men enjoy the, breast no, milk? No, the men or, oh, okay. the breast. Oh, the, the breast. The, okay. There's a reason that you okay. are endowed, right? It is yes. not for the yes. visual enjoyment of other people. I got that it. That may be a, a benefit, a side I got benefit, it. but that's not the purpose. So the purpose is to feed your child. So if you have a baby, you should breastfeed your child. There are those who feel, well, if I have a baby, you know, I should feed my child, whatever my child's going to eat. It can be formula, it can be breast. Some people are not able to breastfeed after trying. Some people want to and can't, and some people can and don't want to and all that. So you do Or whatever. you feed them in public and then people are chastising you then for you feeding feed them, them in, in public. public. You like, should well, go home for, and right? do it. 
So just like people have all these feelings about that, similarly, you know, and, and what it is for, there are those who feel as a woman, that is your perfect, right? Men can't do it without you. So that is sort of what part of the, what God designed, or that is part of the grand picture of what, what you're even put on earth for. And therefore, to not do that is to not live up to your high and you your highest calling. You can do some other stuff along the way. You can have a career. You can be a painter, an artist. You could be an athlete. You could be a you know a, a a poet or a seamstress or whatever it is. But you need to do this one thing as well. So I'm just so so. I think what what I'd like, what I'm hoping for, is that people start thinking about it. And it's like, oh, if I was one of those people who you know, was quick to comment on this is what you should do, or how selfish can you be? Or, you know, having a kid doesn't require that much sacrifice. You've got it all wrong or that much uh, prioritization or whatever you called it. Uh, you've got it all wrong. And it's like, no, actually, you, you know, Think, think it through a little bit. I just want to make sure we're helping you think through the the and, and hopefully coming to a place where you're saying, yeah, maybe I was wrong to jump to that conclusion because at the end of the day, I should have kids if I want them and other people should not have kids if they don't want them. Have a plan for your life and you do you and let somebody else do them because you don't know what's going on in other people's lives True. in their mind from their childhood or their past experiences or their internal hurts and pains or their desires, their financial situation. There are so many things that factor right. in and probably if more people thought a little bit more I won't say strategically, but a little bit more practically about their capabilities, we probably would have less abused children, unwanted True. children, True. not well taken care of children. True. And maybe other people might have more kids if we have more resources or if they have more resources and it would all sort of come out in the wash. But I'd rather we have fewer kids that are you know, unloved, neglected, or abused than more. That's at the end of the day. That's my take. You know, I, I I think in hearing what you're saying, what what I'm feeling is that a little less judgment about the decisions. Mm -hmm. And as you said, taking the time to I, I don't you know maybe it's being more empathetic and putting yourself in someone else's position instead of always saying you know and, and the way we do it is this is how I'm living my life and I'm going to assume that you're living your life the way you live your life because you think that's the right way to live life right I'm gonna mm -hmm. make an assumption um it may be a default it may be a 
you didn't know another way. It could be some other things. But I, I'm just going to say overall, I think most people live their lives the way they think is the right way to live life. Mm -hmm. Therefore, if you are living life and making decisions that are different than mine, then I think you're not living life right whatever, whatever that yeah. right is. Right. And so that means I'm going to be judgmental about it. And we are in a place where social media has created this opportunity for people to weigh in on absolutely everything about what everyone else is doing. And instead of, I, I don't do a lot of commenting on social media mm -hmm. um i post what i post usually you know positive positivity messages i post a lot about movement because i think movement is important i don't try to shame people for not moving i try to encourage people to move because movement's important uh, people to think about the choices they make a, a related to their careers and such. I think that's important as part of wellness. And so that, those are the things that I tend to, to post about. But I don't do a lot of commenting. And I find myself sometimes having thoughts and comments and thinking, I'm going to I'm going to weigh in on this. And I was like, no, really, what is, why do I, why would I feel driven to comment, right? And so uh, to your point, if there's something positive that we can do with this topic, right? And we could have chosen any number of topics to to have this com this conversation around. What is it that you get out of commenting on social media or in people's in even if it's not on social media in other in in life telling other people what to do? What ask the question of yourself, what am I getting out of this? Why do I feel compelled to say something about how someone else is living life? And what is your motivation, right? To stop and think about that. The, particularly someone who's not your child where it's it, you're saying well I love you and I really want the best for you and so let's have a conversation about that or someone that's in your family if you if you're walking up to strangers right and most of us wouldn't do that hey, you should right? have a baby most of us wouldn't do that right you don't yeah. walk up to a stranger and say you know what, unless your name you is Karen At, well well, apparently, and then there's that. Apparently, you and will. then there's that, right? And sort of telling people how they should live their lives and what choices they should make: getting married, having children, you know, having sex out of wedlock, or whatever it is. What is your compulsion? What compels you to feel like you should do that? Um, and then and then actually to do it and to stop and think about that. And do you want that in return? Yeah. Right. And so, and like I said, I don't want people coming and telling me how to live my life. So I don't feel. I hope compelled. somebody comes and tells me how I can live. I my don't life. feel. No, you don't. I'm waiting. 
No, you don't. <laughs> I will. I want to add this one last point, though. Because you this. have pushed back till people have said things. You've pushed back. Well, yeah. I, I, I want to add this one last little factor into this, whether people should or shouldn't have children and, and this notion of you don't know what's going on in someone's life. And I think we probably would be surprised at the number of people who either cannot conceive, have tried, uh -huh. and can't conceive, uh -huh. or they've had miscarriages or lost children, uh -huh. particularly, uh, you know, either in utero or, you know, very, very young, right? Uh -huh. And maybe have since made the choice to not have more children or are unable to have more children or wouldn't want to go through the pain of that again. And again, made the decision to not have children and then have come to terms with that. So not just the decision and you're pining away, but they've come to terms with that. Right, right. And have shifted, shifted that to now be like, yeah, I've chosen to not have children, right? I've, I've, I've reclaimed my life, my childlessness, and I, you know, and they allow them, convince themselves, allow themselves, or, or, sort of reframe that as reframed and reclaim that as a choice and I'm going to move forward in my life, you know, and all of my, you know, un un um tethered glory and just you know and live my best life. And you know, and it's like, and I don't owe you an explanation of why I don't right. have kids or why I choose but I again I think the fact that people you just don't know what is going on in someone else's life and you and your two cents about <laughs> what I'm doing and why I'm doing it is so irrelevant right that right. you know that you just need to keep it to yourself so that's all I have to say on the subject <laughs> I, I want to say this, the, the, the very people who would say that, you know, you should be having children and, and, you know, they're going to take care of you and la, 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 and, and you'll feel, you'll regret it later and you should be, you know, expending that energy are probably some of the same people who are not volunteering taking care of kids at orphan in orphanages right they're not volunteering they don't have probably wouldn't kids. babysit for you if you asked them <laughs> if they're your relative. right and so it's like we have plenty of children who need families and if you think it's so important that that happened why don't you go out and take care of some of the kids that don't have families, right? Rather than telling people to bring more kids into the world, let's take care of the kids that we have, right? Let's take care of the kids that we have. With that said, I I, I want to end sort of on this note. I, you may know more about this, Greer, 
um, audience, you may have some thoughts on this, but I've been listening to, you know, sociologists and political scientists and, you know, whatnot. There, you know, going back, there is an economic factor here. There is a political factor here. And I am not well steeped in these areas, but as the as the birth rate in America, since I'm imagining most of these commenters are American, uh, there are some economic factors about low birth rates and how it puts us in a position that would be like Japan and, and some other nations. And I, I'm just going to say this. This may be controversial in and of itself, but I, I'm going to say this. If America or any other country ceases to thrive and exist because of the choices that are made by its populace, so be it, right? societies have ceased to exist throughout the history of humanity, right? The, the yes. Roman society, Empire, the Greek society, the society empires and, come, yeah. they come and go. And so if America's time... If we're going to demise because 17 TikTokers decided that they were not going <laughs> to have kids, then yeah, it's it's time for us. I, I, yeah, I don't... I, it's, it's not is it's not that but if it is that our time has come and gone and it's time for some other society to rise up right for a bunch of people who or many of whom you know advocate for survival of the fittest if we're no longer fit then so be it and maybe that's easy for me to say as an older childless person, right? So, but I do care, I do care about the young people in our family. I do care about young people in general. So I don't think this is me just sort of, you know, I'm old and don't have any children to take care of me. So, you know, whatever, whatever. I um, but I do, I try to be consistent in my philosophies about life. And you're like, nobody's taking care of me. So nobody's taking care of anybody. Yeah, yeah. So I see know, what my child's doing while I got cancer. I don't have much hope for 35 years from now. Oh, good I'm Lord. Like old age. Stop it. That's He's like, true. do you want to eat? I tell you, he'll cook for himself and he'll be like, oh. Mom, I made you a bowl of cereal. <laughs> I poured some milk in the cornflakes for you while he's over there, like making himself some Chateaubriand. <laughs> <laughs> so, I, you know, I just, you know, let's accept that there's a, a time for everything, right? There's a time and place for everything. And whether you are, 
you know, a uh, evolutionist or you are a creationist, there are ebbs and flows, things come and go and, or neither of those things or some combination of those two things, right? That there are ebbs and flows. And instead of dictating what people should be doing and what's best for society, except that in the ebb and flow of life, it just could be that we've come to the end of this experiment and some other experiment will, will rise up and take humanity to the next phase. So any final thoughts, Greer, before we wrap this up? No, not really. Um, you know, I do think you're... Two quick points as well. Yeah, we may be at the end. But the issue, and I, I think one of the things that just came through with what you just said was not just that people have thoughts on what other people should do, but it's you have thoughts on what other people that you don't even know should do, right? Other people, well, you have, at least if I, like I have some thoughts about whether or not my son should have children. But at least I know what his situation, his circumstances, his, his finances, he certainly shouldn't have them today. He's only 22. So I'm not pushing that right now. But it's like, no, you know, it, but at least I know some of the things that are going on. Um, but that goes to the point earlier about sort of the selfishness of people wanting other people to have kids. That's about you. It's exactly. It's all right. about me. <laughs> no, I acknowledge that. That it's like I want grandkids, and I want grandkids because I wanted more kids. But because of my circumstances, I didn't have more kids. So yeah, I'm gonna put it off on him. You know, but that's a different issue. And I also think he'd be happier. He'd be happy with a nice big family. So there's that. And having but, a and having a purpose for yes, for so those people I, who choose that, right? Yeah. Yes. No, I so, can see that. But at the end of the day, you know, and you had made another point about, you know, whether other people would show up to babysit or are you donating your time or volunteering at the orphanage or whatever. And it, you know, and I'm not going to get into the whole um, Roe v. Wade issue, but it's like we have half the country or you know a large portion of the country that's like no if you get pregnant you need to have that baby are you gonna are you gonna help with prenatal care no child care no daycare no you know housing food, just having a roof housing, over no. their head food, no so it's like I know what my limitations are financial or otherwise and that there's no help or assistance or support no matter how I came to be pregnant is a, that's where you know so let like let's back off let other people do what they know to be right for themselves based on yes. what their circumstances are and we'll keep it moving absolutely stay out of stay out of other people's lives <laughs> yeah <laughs> unless invited unless invited you know keep your opinions to yourself so with that, and nobody's gonna invite you to chime in on whether or not they should have 
kids, I guess, except a TikToker just posted a video about they why didn't invite, he's not having kids. So they didn't invite, I guess he, he wants was, it. So he was sharing his story. He didn't invite anyone. But I will say this, we're inviting you to share your thoughts. <laughs> so if you wanted, if you want to talk about whether or not people should have children and why you think they should or shouldn't, or if you agree basically with us, you know, hands off, keep, keep your opinions to yourself, unless you're asked, um, we invite you to weigh in and share that with us. So you can do that on the website. You can do that on the Facebook page, Life Lemons, Lemon Drops for both of those. And with that, we just want to thank you for tuning in again for being a part of our audience and listening to our thoughts and opinions. And so until next time, have babies if you want, don't have babies if you don't, but take care. Thanks for joining us for Life, Lemons, and Lemon Drops. If you like our show, please share with your friends. And if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on whatever platform you listen to this podcast. Your questions, comments, and feedback are welcome. You can find out more about us at lifelemonslemondrops.com. 